Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. All right, what the hell is going on with Mike Turner? He's a Republican, I believe, from Ohio, member of the House of Representatives, and I'm totally over these congressmen, to be honest. I just totally am. Uh, always telling you about what they intend to do, over-promising, under-delivering, but this might be important. House Speaker Mike Johnson says, no need for alarm after Intelligence Chair warns Congress of serious national security threat. Post, House Speaker Mike Johnson said, Americans, no need for alarm, blah, 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 blah. After the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence Chair Mike Turner warned yesterday that members of Congress have received information concerning a serious national security threat. Last month, I sent a letter to the White House requesting a meeting with the president to discuss a serious national security issue that is classified. In response to that letter, hey, what about picking up the phone? There's a serious national security threat. Get on the freaking phone. Wouldn't you get on the phone, James Lippin? Yeah, I mean, I can't understand why you wouldn't take up a direct line of communication with something that's a national security threat. Here's the number for the White House, 202-456-1414. That's the number for the White House. Call it! In response to that letter, a meeting is now scheduled tomorrow. This how how serious could this be? How much of a, cl- a threat is this? In response to that letter, a meeting is now scheduled tomorrow on this matter here at the Capitol with the Gang of Four, with the President's National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. I will press the administration to take appropriate action, and everybody can be comforted by that. Chairman Turner said in a statement, "I'm not comforted by anything." I'm not believing anything either. I'm skeptical. Let me see what else is going on here. Wait a second. Later that year, they tested a land-based anti-satellite weapon. No, that's not it. I want to assure the American people there is no need for public alarm. We are going to work together to address this matter, as we do all sensitive matters that are classified. And beyond that, I'm not at liberty to disclose classified information and really can't say much more. Why don't you just guys keep your mouths shut and fix it? In a statement issued a little more than an hour before, Turner said, I am requesting that President Biden declassify all information relating to this threat so that Congress, the administration, and our allies can openly discuss the actions necessary to respond to this threat. Spokesman for the panel panel did not immediately respond to a request for further information. Asked about the nature of the threat at a White House press conference, Jake Sullivan, the National Security Advisor, declined to say whether it was a foreign military threat or if he could assure Americans that they should not worry. In a way, the question is impossible to answer with a straight yes. We can and we will and are protecting the national security. Sullivan added that he was surprised by Turner's statement because of a briefing for the Gang of Eight comprised of top Republican and Democrat leaders that is scheduled for Thursday. That's tomorrow. He also emphasized that the House Intelligence Chair declassification request was ultimately a decision for President Biden. Something is going on, but don't worry. James Flippin. Well, I see on Fox News they're quoting some sort of source that says it's in connection to an emerging Russian threat. Kind of interesting timing, right, with the fact that that uh, foreign aid package just passed through the Senate? I don't trust anybody. I I mean, what what more of a threat can there be? Uh, Russia has about 10,000 nuclear weapons about a third of them are pointed at us right now. And it's been that way for my entire life. I mean, from the moment I was born, Russia had missiles pointing at America. 
And somehow, I mean, I, I that somehow we've learned to live with it, right? I don't like being jerked around like this by Mike Turner, by uh, Joe Biden, by anybody. And I feel like that's what's going on. Don't you? Yeah, I mean, Mitt Romney the other day when they took that vote in the Senate said that senators would never have a more important vote than this. I found that pretty bizarre to say when you're voting on a foreign aid package. Oh, hey, Mitt Romney, you should listen to my pal Rand Paul. Rand all Paul had the titles of. But hold on, Rand Paul had a lot to say about all this aid package. All right, this is a beautiful. It goes on for a bit, but it's important. Rand Paul, uh, senator, Republican from Kentucky. He also is an ophthalmologist. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. He can operate on your eyeball. All right, go ahead. Often the titles of bills before the legislature don't really represent what the bill stands for. The title of this bill should say. Ukraine first, America last, because that's what this is really about. Now, bills in the legislature, bills that come before the Senate, don't have pictures or covers on them like a book would have or a magazine. But if this bill had an image or a cover on the front of the bill, the image would be the migrant in New York who assaulted a police officer, was freed from jail on no bail, and gave the middle finger of both hands to America. That's what this bill is. It's the middle finger to America. This bill is the middle finger to every working man and woman in America, every struggling American family. This bill gives them the middle finger and says, we don't care about you. We care more about Ukraine than we care about our southern border. We don't seem to care, or these Ukraine firsters don't seem to care about the crime that's happening. They don't seem to care about the assault of a police officer in New York. They're intent on more coming in. Just that one image, just that one image of that man, that migrant, that illegal immigrant who came across the border and decided to assault with a whole group of other thugs to assault a police officer in New York... Just that image alone ought to be enough for us to say enough's enough. Enough's enough. We we really have to control our border. Guess what? From now on, the only people who come to America are legal immigrants. But this bill, this bill ignores the southern border. Almost a million people came over the border in the last three months. Almost a million people. And the Ukraine firsters are saying, we don't care about the southern border. We care about Ukraine first. And so the picture, the image that every American should have when they see all of these billions of dollars, $60 billion being shoveled out the door, being loaded on the plane, as you see these smiling politicians gleefully dropping off the pallets of cash over there, every American should remember the image of the young man giving America the bird after he assaulted a police officer. Amen, Rand Paul. That guy should run for president one of these days. He already did. And he was uh, he was pretty good. He ran against Trump, so he lost bad. But I like him. I like his skill. I like that he brings something special to the table. Being able to operate on an eyeball. Not everybody can do that. Mm-hmm. Anything else going on? Um, I just wanted to mention, by the way, you know, his father, Ron Paul, 
is considered kind of like a famous libertarian, right? Would you say that? Yeah, yeah, the congressman from Texas. He's I like also liber- I like libertarians. I feel I'm a proud libertarian in a lot of ways. Yeah, libertarians have given us uh, – I know basically that's code for drugs for everybody. <laughs> that's code for you want to get high. And, are you doing uh, anything for Ash Wednesday? Or are you uh, getting ashes? Do, do you get ashes for Ash Wednesday? Uh, is that is that it's kind of a Catholic thing, really, right? Yeah, I'm I'm Catholic. Oh, you are Catholic. I, I mean, I'm Ash. I'm, I'm, I'm um. What about Valentine's Day? You guys going out? No. Do you have to? We're already married. Why? Are you getting like uh, flowers, candy, something along those lines? Am I getting? Yeah, some people have given me some stuff. Oh, but are you getting for your wife? Oh. Is that customary when you're married? No, I'm not. I'm not so sure. I was thinking about that. I don't think I have to do anything. Um, you definitely don't have to do anything. <laughs> Chris, Chris will be just fine with whatever. Chris, I'm keeping it at Chris, and it ain't Christine, everybody. <laughs> you know, I went by that. I went by a church today. You did, and uh, it had the gay pride thing in front of it. Oh boy. Okay. All are welcome. And I think it's great that all are welcome. Sure. But I don't think uh, LGBTQ flag should be flying in front. Yeah. I mean, you're you're not looking for a Girls Gone Wild poster out front. I'm not. I'm also not looking, you know, like people are into all kinds of things that, you know, that you have to control and you, you have to contain and you have to manage and you have to, you can't just be, I'm being my true self. If I were my true self. I don't know. I'd be rolling around in some Roman, uh, you know, toga <laughs> in, 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 in food and wine and, you know, or just bacchanalia. Right. Uh, yeah. But we're human beings and we, 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 we live better than that. We don't no, get into our, but in truth, you're happier that you don't live that type of life, right? Like you wouldn't be happy with that. That's true. And that's, I think, true for everybody. These rules that we think, you know, give us, uh, Restrict our freedom are actually meant to enhance our freedom, right. to enhance our happiness and joy. So when I see the LGBTQ flag right up front, I got a problem with it. I'm like, what the hell are you guys talking about? Everybody can come. You know, I mean, can I sit in the front row with my, uh, if I, you know, my, a girlfriend, uh, you know, outside of marriage? Yeah, we're here. Yeah. Well, you could. They're not well, going to kick you out. Yeah, but I I can't advertise that. I can't sit that. Hey, you know what I mean. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I think that's where you get hung up on it. It's like, why are we advertising it? But I mean, I said the same thing. I said I don't really understand the concept of a sign that says open and affirming. That's the concept of Christianity. Well, it's anti-Christian. What this is, this LGBTQ um, campaign. So much of it is that we are not better than our appetites. That we are our appetites, and that's a problem. I think, quite frankly, sexuality is geared toward procreation, and anything outside of that is a waste of time. It's my fault for getting you down this track again. That's my bad. Well, but I do think, I mean, believe me, I've wasted a lot of time, (laughs) and it's a waste. It doesn't get you anywhere, and it doesn't make you, it doesn't enhance you, and it doesn't serve anybody. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh. The joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. 
Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, just like I feel after eating all this cake this morning. It felt good while I was doing it, it but always, now I feel always does. lousy. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. All right, so uh, locally, anything else? Uh, let's see. There was. Did you see about these Uber and Lyft drivers that went on strike today, including at Newark Airport, because they're protesting and they want higher pay? Uber and Lyft drivers say they're just making barely making ends meet. Hey, how about this? Why don't you get cleaner cars? It's nasty in the back seat. It's too often it's really nasty in the back seat. And how about having some manners, too? How about acknowledging that somebody sat down in your back seat? Yeah. Some of you guys are great. A lot of you guys, not so much. And the, 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 the I don't know, you don't take good care of the cars, at least on the inside. So, uh, we'll have to get that feedback to them. And then we'll talk. Yeah. All right, then we'll talk raises. Thank you, James. You Be right it. back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. All right, so the emerging threat, the threat that uh, everybody seems to be aware of in the intelligence community, at least our uh, Democrat and Republican uh, committee chair and co-chairs in the House and Senate, something's up with Russia, some sort of threat against America. Nobody is saying anything more. There's a meeting going down uh, on Capitol Hill, I think, tomorrow, maybe at the White House. I don't like being kept in the dark like this. If we're about to be uh, if we're about to be hammered, I want to know. I want more information. Don't you? Uh, this is strange. I'm looking at these dweebs in Congress. Now, we can't be trusted with the information. I mean, everybody seems to know something's up. I want to know what the hell's going on. I've had it with Congress. I have had it. These guys, and by the way, they love, they love this. They love that they're exclusive. They love that they get information that we don't get, don't they, huh? Um, all right, stay tuned for that one. I'm also trying to get to the bottom of this uh, thing where the intelligence, uh, CIA apparently enlisted foreign intelligence agencies to spy on Trump associates. How about that one? Uh, that's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And, of course, uh, my favorite uh, report on Joe Biden stealing classified documents, uh, not finished with that, not by a long shot. One of the fascinating things throughout it, they have drawn, like, Joe Biden is like, you see, I wasn't charged with a crime, but he's guilty of all kinds of stuff. If you get fired from a job, you know, often you're fired, but they don't call the cops. You didn't break the law, but you broke all kinds of regulations, all kinds of rules, and this guy does not deserve a security clearance. He should never be trusted with anything uh, classified again. Uh, and they don't believe him. The, the investigators don't believe him. 
And just because they're not charging him with the crime, that doesn't mean he is not guilty of all this stuff. In fact, they do believe he's guilty, but they don't think a jury would necessarily um, not have sympathy for him. And there's a very interesting line. They say Joe Biden is an elderly man and sympathetic. What do they call him? A kind-natured, elderly, forgetful man. But there's a very important phrase just before that that everybody has missed. But I, I have appropriately identified it. They say Joe Biden will present himself most likely as a kindly, forgetful, elderly man. He will present himself. It will be a choice. It will be a strategy. That's what he will do to, well, not go to jail. Mimi, you see what's going on? Does this make sense to you? No, it doesn't. He's not nice. He wasn't nice when he had the Supreme Court justice, I forgot his name, um, in the 70s or 80s, when he interviewed him uh, before the House of Representatives, so the Senate. Um, I, I forget. You're thinking about Clarence Thomas. It was in the Senate, and it was in 1986, I think. The guy who never made it. Oh, you're thinking about Robert Bork. That was also in the 1980s, and it was in the Senate. And then there was another guy named uh, Ginsburg. And you know why the hell he didn't make it? Because he smoked Uh, weed. Back then, if you smoked weed, it it, it could terminate your nomination. You know who we got instead? The weak, can't be depended on, uh, leftist lunatic by the name of Kennedy, Justice Kennedy. His name, hello? It was yeah. one of the few mistakes that Gipper made. Anyway, what else? I, I want to talk about the primary that uh, the third, our third district has. I think it's in April or June uh, for um, uh, Swazi's. He's a Swazi's district now. So there's seven people running. Is Joe Cairo going to tell us about them? I don't know. Wait, there's time? already another. Wait, there's another one already. Another primary no, already? Primary for, for uh, Santos. Then there's the regular primary. I don't know about any of this. I know that what's-his-name, Swazi, just won the general election. You're telling me that Swazi now has to get renominated. I think that's pretty much – he's a shoe in The Democrats are not going to run anybody against him. Is there another primary before the – I don't know about any of this. I'll try to check it out. Thank you, Mimi, very much. Uh, is there another – I mean, I've heard of that, by the way. That happens sometimes. You get the – you get the job, and then they run another primary, and then like that, boy, that would be one, two, three elections in one year. That can't be. Can't be. But you never know. Guys like uh, Joe Cairo, who knows what they sign up for. Cut seven, please. Cut seven. His mental acuity is great. It's fine. It's as good as it's been over the years. I've been speaking to him for 30 years since we worked on the Brady Bill and the assault weapons ban when I was a young congressman. <laughs> um and um, he's, and he's, um, he's, you're still a liar, Chuck Schumer. Still a liar, and not bringing home the bacon. Thanks for nothing. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. You know, fascinatingly, uh, they have a motive here for Joe Biden in squirreling away this stuff, all of this documentation, money. He got an eight million dollar book deal. He needed all that. And then what's uh, what else? Yeah, his own reputation for running for president. Uh, but it's interesting how they use that word motive. 
He had a motive. And it's so wild. It's so refreshing. You know, it's this is outside conservative media. These are government lawyers saying that Joe Biden is not being truthful with them. And I just it's so refreshing. I, 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 this guy has been lying for years. The last time he was called out in any effective way was really by Max Robinson and uh, Peter Jennings and uh, Mort Kondracki all the way back in 1987. All the way back in 1987. Hey, how are the three cops who were shot in Washington, D.C.? They were serving an arrest warrant and three police officers shot in Washington, D.C. Do we have a, we have anything on their condition? Let's keep an eye on that. It is so dangerous out there. And it doesn't have to be. This is all artificial. This was all so the Democrats could, uh, increase their power and get the power back and then increase it, enhance it, tearing this country apart over race and phony, Phony ideas, myths about our criminal justice system and America, white supremacy, right? America is a country full of white supremacists. Uh, hello, Pete. What's up? Oh, yeah, I just wanted to tell you when I went to vote and how I voted and why I voted and everything that went into it. Um, I went to the, the polling booth yesterday, literally had not made up my mind. I'm a registered Republican. Well, how thoughtful of you for crying out loud. I mean, gee whiz, you just go there and you're like, I don't know which way I'm going. Did I mean, you know, did you not have enough information going into it? Yes, I did. But I, I you still didn't know? For, I, well, I knew when I got there and I said, I cannot vote for the Republican, even though I'm a Republican, because I don't trust them, what they did. Why, wait, 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 wait. You can't tr- you can't vote for a Republican. Is that what you said? I couldn't vote for for the Republican in this particular instance. Oh, right, because she's sketchy with the Democrat stuff, right? Well, I'm sketchy, yeah, of course. But you know, to vote for a Democrat. But when I went there, I, I didn't like anything that this woman was doing. Everything was negative, 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 negative. Tell me what you could do. I don't want to know about Swazi. Swazi was my congressman years ago. It looked okay to me. But when I went there, I, I mean, literally at the last second, I just checked the box for Democrat, which appalled me. But I did it because I It appalls I thought, me, to be honest, Pete. Yeah. You see what the hell's going on. You you actually helped give Democrats a victory today. Yeah. You think they deserve a victory? I mean, you know, as pathetic as they are, the Republicans in Congress, I mean, they're kind of not crazy. And now you, you couldn't have thrown them a bone? I mean... What, 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 Swazi was a nice guy from a bunch of years ago. Who cares? Well, the country's in total crisis right now. And you think Swazi's going to mess around with AOC? AOC is the heart and soul of the Democrat Party. He's going to work for her. She's got to run in a regular election. Hey, Pete, do me a favor. Is there a way you could withdraw your vote? No. You should look into that. <laughs> I know. I know you can't withdraw your vote. I'm disappointed, though, Pete. You told me hey. how you're voting. I mean, I'm really... I'm, I'm flabbergasted. I understand what's her name. Pillup had problems. Believe me, I know. And the Republicans, they should be hanging their heads in shame, especially that Joe Cairo character who uh, fancies himself an old time boss of a pub, of a of a of a party, of a county party, smoke filled room. It's ridiculous. So, uh, all right. Anyway, I think next time you got to uh, you got to you got to you got to do better. Well, it was a tough. It was a tough one, Pete. I mean, come on. All right, you 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 let everybody down. All right, you let the country down. I mean, come on. The, the whole damn you, 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 CNN was gleeful last night because your guy Swazi won. 
That was a tough one. It wasn't my guy either. But well, she I mean, that you voted that way. But she might as well be. Either. Might as well be. You knew how this thing would be played. You know how well, this thing would be portrayed. You wanted to give the Democrats another vote. You want them to take the majority back before the end of the year. They just might. Oh, God forbid. They just might. Well, you helped. Well. That's on you, Pete. And I okay. think you got to think about that. All right, I'm just you know, I, look. You got to do what you got to do. I disagree, but I get you. I get you. Thanks, Pete. Uh, you got to do what you got to do. I don't know. Have you ever shown up and just? I don't know which way I'm going to vote. Has that ever happened to you? I always know which way I'm going to vote, except when it comes to those judges. I've never heard of them, and I just <laughs> you got to vote for the judges, right? Uh, I don't know how to vote for the judges. Sometimes I skip it. Sometimes I just vote for. I don't know. I. I don't know. Hey, if you voted in New York City lately, the ballots are designed uh, for Chinese people. Chinese on my ballot is the primary language. English is, oh, by the way, for our English speakers out there, what the hell's up with that? Diego, you're shaking your head like, yeah, this is, a, you're aware of this and this is acceptable? Yeah, the one time I voted uh, in the um, in the election of 2022, and yeah, I saw that a lot of a lot of in the ballot was Chinese letters, and I was very confused. <laughs> it, you know, these ballots are confusing enough. The ovals are too damn small. They're designed. I think they're designed to be confusing. They're designed to mess people up, and they're designed to not enhance democracy, but to take it away from us. So bosses like uh, Joe Cairo can get their mediocre friends little jobs in the, in, in, in wherever. I mean, man, oh, man, oh, man. That sounded something. That that description of how that guy is 70% of the jobs in the county go through Joe Cairo, and he doesn't care about whether you're qualified or not? This sounds like something out of Chicago in 1900. This is crazy. And it still exists? I hope Bruce Blakeman is going to go break that system up because it's crummy and it stinks. Do I sound too negative? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Our damn country is going down fast, real fast. I'm optimistic long term, but right now I am really fed up that smart people made a decision. They sat down Maisie Melissa Pillip for a job interview, and they didn't say next. Right? Next. Very nice. Life story. Good. Live your life. You can't be the, you can't be the nominee. You're not running for Congress. You're not even a Democrat. Thanks for coming by. Next. Instead, Joe, Joe uh, Cairo thought, wow, this will be really interesting. Wow. She'll be able to tell people she's from Ethiopia. Who the freaking hell cares? I'm from Garden City. I'm from the heart of Nassau County. You guys should have called me. No, not interesting enough for you? Huh? Not diverse enough for you? Granted, I'm not in the district. Garden City is, uh, well, is it? Hey, these districts are a disgrace in and of themselves, the way they write them up, zigzagging all over the place. You know, we are in this situation where the, the voters don't choose the leaders. The leaders choose their voters. Think about that. Gerrymandering. Voters don't choose their leaders. The leaders choose their voters. Democracy. Democracy. Uh... <laughs> Excuse me. Barbara, hello. Hi, Greg. I think you're so right. 
to put the blame here on the leadership of the Republican Party and the diversity, equity, and inclusion that Mozzie Phillips may have fit so beautifully. I would like the head of that Republican uh, Party to have to choose. His child now is going to have to have serious, delicate brain surgery. Is he going to choose a surgeon who got his position because of his color, his race, etc.? Or is he going to choose the best, the best brain surgeon available? Ask him that question. I'm just, I'm just outraged. Um, but the, what prompted me to call is talking about Nikki Haley yesterday. Something came to my attention last night that Nikki Haley has declined to speak to the 4,500 religious broadcasters who will be meeting at their annual convention in Nashville, Tennessee. They invited President Biden and the White House never responded. They invited Nikki Haley. She declined. They invited Trump and he, as they say, enthusiastically responded. He will attend and he will be very happy to address these newscasters who reach millions and millions and millions of Americans. They are one of the strongest media groups in this country. And on on uh, February 22nd at 8 o'clock Central Time, Trump will address that group, as he should. They need to talk about the FBI targeting Christians and Catholics. They need to talk about the misuse of the FACE Act that is arresting people who very, very calmly and peacefully pray and sing at abortion centers and yet are sentenced to 11 years to 20 years in jail. They need to talk about the bishop's report about the state of religious freedom in the United States. They need to talk about FinCEN, which is now reporting, uh, getting reports from banks about people who buy things such as Bibles, religious texts, who buy things at Cabela's Sports Shop, who buy guns, etc. There are so many things in addition to abortion that should be discussed here in front of these broadcasters, mm. but mm. Nikki Haley couldn't be bothered to go and speak. Well, Nikki is uh, very suspicious. We're very deeply suspicious of Nikki Haley, her motivations, her loyalties, uh, and the more I learn about her and the more I watch her, man, oh man, this woman has an agenda that has nothing to do with ours. Uh, Bad, bad vibes I'm getting, and um, I, I hate to harp on the husband, husband situation, but I am personally offended that, she, you know, stolen valor is a real thing. There was an admiral back in the 1990s. Uh, he was the chief of naval operations, and he was wearing a combat V. You know, he, he served in Vietnam, but he wore a combat V, and he didn't rate the V because he never saw real combat, and back then they were rather strict about that. And a reporter was going to uh, do a story about it, and the reporter was on the way over to his quarters to interview him about it. And you know what the admiral did before the reporter got there? He blew his brains out. He shot himself. Oh my gosh. Because, I mean, and that's never the answer. But that's just how, <laughs> how seriously these things were taken. And the idea that he was claiming credit for something that he did not actually do or see was so offensive to people in the military and would have been such a disgrace that he actually thought that was the way out. Now it was no way out. My goodness gracious. No reason. Apparently poor guy, you know, he overreacted. And then they later figured out that there were certain medals that he deserved that he wasn't wearing. It's a very strange thing with those ribbons on your chest. 
it's basically like wearing your resume. And sometimes you, your, your resume isn't totally up to date. And I, I know this personally. There was some, there was some, uh, medal or ribbon I, I was eligible for that I never wore, that I never even knew I was eligible for it because I was on a task force with 5,000 guys. And during the, during our little, uh, maneuver, somebody in the task force saved a life. Somebody fell overboard. And anyway, everybody in the whole task force got a ribbon for that because <laughs> we all had to slow down while that operation happened. Anyway. Um, when Nikki Haley was running around aggressively talking about her husband, Michael, being a combat veteran, that guy didn't see any combat. He didn't see any combat jumping up and down all over the place. And now he's in the Horn of Africa and he's tweeting like a little twerp. He's tweeting political stuff while he's on active duty. So there's something really shady about the whole arrangement. Barbara, great stuff as usual. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The most important aspect to date is that we have five point, we have five to eight feet of snow tomorrow. (laughs) The most important point, five to eight feet of snow. Wait a second. Was that inches? We didn't even get it five to eight inches, five to eight feet of snow. Talk about a hysterical, panicky uh, type of fellow there. That's uh, that's that's. Uh, yeah, it was a total bust that snowstorm. I know they got more on Long Island. That's fine. Uh, five to eight feet of snow. Very very. I guess he's. Um, we forget this. Remember with uh, De Blasio, it was like, hey, you know, De Blasio smokes pot. Really? Yeah, he does. Um. But what's his name is open about it. <laughs> you know, it's legal now. So he uh, he definitely smokes. He smoked it with Stephen Colbert on on TV. And um, and that's what he does. That's what he does. Well, it's almost time. I got to get the hell out of here. Um, I will take Nate's call real quick. Hi. Yeah, just uh, wanted to comment on uh, Alejandro Mayorkas. Um, he was actually uh, on the board of something called the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society. And uh, HIAS, they actually got a $100 million grant from the federal government. And what HIAS does, uh, they actually leave a maps, detailed maps, food, uh, makeshift uh, shelters along the way, from all the way from Panama all the way up to the Mexican border. And what they do, they facilitate the illegal calorans that are crossing the border every single day. And I think that fact alone should uh, qualify him, not just simply for removal from office, but for prosecution. Hey, hold on a second. What the hell is this thing called? Uh, Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society, or H-I-A-S. All right, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Sounds, uh, I don't know. I'll check it out. Thank you. Uh, Sandra, hello. Oh, hi, Greg. Um, happy Valentine's Day. Um I just wanted to say that tomorrow may be a good day for Donald Trump because um, this lawyer that's defending, um, what's his name again, for the Fannie Willis case, uh, he's going to come in there like a pit bull and uh, speak against what's going on with Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade. So I'm just hopeful that this woman, her name is um, Ashley Merchant. Did you ever hear of her? I saw a picture in the paper. I talked to you about this. I saw this whole thing in the newspaper. 
I know, but maybe other people didn't. That's why I'm doing it. All right. It up. I mean, I, uh, that's fine. I'll make those decisions, Sandra. I love you. But well, we talked about this yesterday with the newspaper. All right. <laughs> You're on hold for two hours to tell me what's in the newspaper. Look, the judge has said some things that I think we're going to see a spectacular result. And Fani and the rest of them are all being exposed. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I appreciate it. Thank you. Mordecai. Never mind. Kathy. Hey, Greg, how are you? I wanted to comment on the Santos thing. I feel that we should have left him in place until November because the Democrats are fighting a, a dirty fight. We think we're in the boxing ring fighting these people. We're in a street fight. In, in New York, the Democrats are a beast, and we keep taking this ethic and moral high ground. And where is that getting us? We're losing one thing at a time. Well, now wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. I'm not sacrificing. I don't think anybody should sacrifice their morals or their ethics, all right? You got to be smart. You got to be smart. I get uncomfortable, Kathy, when people on our side, like that other guy I was talking about earlier, you know, we got to get down to their level and break the rules and do all their stuff. No, we're better than that. I'm better than that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to do what they do to gain power. Then we'll be like them. So, no, I, I think you should think carefully about that when you say we're moral and we're ethical. Well, yes, and we don't want to lose that. If we lose that, we lose we lose everything. I mean, what's the point, you know? I'm not one of these people for power for any cost or victory, victory no matter what. I want victory, but I... Um, yeah, no, there's certain things I won't do and certain things we shouldn't do, like cheat in elections. Uh, right, and we left him in place till November and replaced him then. We didn't have to have an unforced error like we did last June with the abortion issue as well. We didn't have to go there. We could have let it wait. We didn't have to address it right away. Uh, you know something? You take these You take these victories when you can get them. I mean, you know, like I, I really like that. Roe v. Wade was tossed out by the Supreme Court. This is one of the reasons why you, <laughs> I mean, you win elections so you can get things done. And a lot of us really feel a certain way about abortion. Now, Donald Trump is right, though. Uh, Republicans have not figured out a, a way to talk about that that puts people at ease. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why we're always outflanked. I don't know why. But that's about smart. That's about being smart. And uh, I don't, I don't, uh, no, I've heard that before about the abortion issue, and I don't know. I don't know. A country that, you know, we are more permissive when it comes to abortion than North Korea. Can you believe that? There are like, yes, four, I, there are like four countries in the world that are as barbaric as we are when it comes to abortion. All of Europe has far more restrictive policies when it comes to abortion than we do. It's insane. So, you know, for optics, for the what, what, what am I always told? The suburban housewives feel a certain way about abortion. I mean, I don't know. I don't care what you look like. I don't care what your gender is or there's right and wrong. And and uh, that's that. Kathy, I thank you. Where's Whiting? Yeah. All right. Uh, it's time. It's time, Diego. Anything else? I heard you speak in Spanish with that lady before. Yeah. Whose Spanish is better, yours or hers? What, 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 is there a difference between the Spanish? Yeah, she's from Ecuador and I'm from Mexico. Uh, she actually was born and grew up here, and I obviously grew up in Mexico, so I'm better. But she she prefers English, so we slowly switched to English, if you uh, were paying attention. I did. I uh, was paying attention. 
Anything, <laughs> anything going on there in terms of uh, a future? Uh, we're friends. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Are things going somewhere? No. Well, you should think about that. She's a very lovely girl. All right. Thank you very, very much. I'll have a big video tonight uh, that I think you'll love. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network.